Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 147, season six. And today's date is July 12th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's program, I will talk about the First National Bank of Chicago, and I will talk about my memories and the history of this uh, establishment. <laughs> also, I will talk about past posts on my Facebook page, Fan Chicagoland. I won't go through all of them, just uh, the ones that uh, stood out of the rest of them and uh, became very popular from my fans and followers. But right now, we the program will go into a commercial break. This program is brought to you by Vela Mints, uh, sugar-free mints. And here is a commercial from 1977. So sit back and enjoy, everyone. Thank you. I love sugar, but not in a mint. I want my mint cool and refreshing. Now there's Vela Mints. They're new. They took the sugar out. You really taste the mint. So fresh, they take your breath away. You Velamints took the sugar out. You can really taste the mint. So fresh, they take your breath away. Cool refreshment, Velamints. New sugar-free Velamints. You really taste the mint. Three refreshing flavors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial for Velaments. Uh, the woman that spoke in the commercial, that is actress Kathy Lee Crosby. You remember her. She was the co-host of that uh, t- TV show in the early 80s. Uh, that's incredible. Uh, and I think it was with uh, John Davidson and Frank Tarkenton. And uh, that, was a, that was a good show. It ran for a few years. Uh, she, As far as I know, I don't know if she's still acting. I haven't seen her lately. Uh, on television i guess she retired also um velaments is still made uh i have not seen them in the stores so i know you can order them on amazon or maybe it's in europe i have no clue but i remember buying this mint when i was in high school uh they came in three flavors i think it was cinnamon spearmint and peppermint i think peppermint was the uh, most popular, but then there was another flavor called Choco Mint. I remember that one. That, that was pretty good. It was good uh, candy. <coughs> Excuse me. So that was fine. And uh, well, if I see it again, I'll buy it. But uh, but breath savers, I used to I buy those. So that's still around. That's the same thing. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was going to talk about the um, First National Bank of Chicago and some past posts on my Facebook page on Van Chicagoland just for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I'm sorry I mentioned that in the beginning. Before I begin, I want to mention two things. Uh, first off, I, uh, I had an appointment to the, on the hospital to do an ultrasound on my legs because they've been swollen a little bit. A lot of people feared that I had a blood clot or something, but I'm, I'm doing fine. So I should get the results today or tomorrow, but it's due to uh, medication I've been taking for 
past uh, year, over a year, that is, it's the Orgivus that prevents uh, the PSA to rise because of my prostate cancer. But I'm doing fine. I'm still cancer-free, and uh, we'll see what what the doctor will say. That that is my urologist. So hopefully they'll contact me and take care of this pro- uh, problem. I hope it's like I said. I hope it's not serious. Second of all, today is the 43rd anniversary of disco demolition <laughs> that happened at Comiskey Park in Chicago. Uh, I posted a photo just now on my social media. There's a picture of me. In Athens, Greece, visiting the Parthenon. I did not attend the disco demolition. I had no idea what was going on. You know, I was in high school, uh, sophomore year. Uh, So my mother, me and my brothers, we went on a vacation to Greece. My father didn't come. He stayed uh, behind because he had to work. And we visited relatives. And we did visit the Acropolis, which was fun. And uh, so when I... uh, a friend of my brother's wrote a letter to him and says, this, this is what happened. And I didn't pay attention to it. But when we came back in late August, they told us all about it. And I know a lot of kids from my class at Bogan High School attended it. And they had a ball. <laughs> it was a mess. Someday I might talk about that someday. Uh, you know, someday I will talk about disco demolition, but not today. <laughs> so we'll see. All right. Now let's get started. Uh, first off, I will talk about the First National Bank of Chicago. It had uh, it was also called First Chicago Bank. So here we go. So uh, it was a the bank was founded. It traces back to its roots in 1863, and it was the founder's name was Edmund Aiken, and he was a banker. And his partners uh, invested a hundred thousand dollars to to uh, take advantage of the National Banking Act of 1863. So that's where it first started. And uh, so it was called the First National Bank of Chicago, or the first. And uh, then uh, then it merged with other banks, like one for the Union National Bank in 1900. And uh, there were some investors, uh, most notably uh, Marshall Field. And it was one of the first banks that survived the depression, you know, in the early, like uh, in the early thirties, 1930s, that is. And uh, it moved, you know, uh, where the bank is now, it wasn't originally located there. It was, uh, I think like 38 South Dearborn was like a block away. So um, let's see. So the new, the headquarters that we do know now, of course, it's not called First National Bank now. It's called Chase Tower. It was the tower. And that's located at 10 South Dearborn Street. It's uh, a 60-story skyscraper. And uh, they started building that around uh, 64, 65, you know, 65, 66, where that was the the location of the Morrison Hotel. You know, I'll talk about that hotel someday. And they demolished the hotel. In 1965, and then they started building the skyscraper, and it opened in 1969, and it became and that was called First National Plaza. And uh, it was, and then um, let's see, First National Bank, and then I and went through a lot of uh, transitions and all that, and then um, 
in 1995, it merged with the Bank of Detroit, the National Bank of Detroit. And it was named First Chicago NBD from 1995 to 1998. And then Chase, then it was bought by someone, um, by Chase Manhattan Bank based in New York. And that was bought in 1998. And then First Chicago Bank or First National Bank of Chicago turned into Bank One. And that started in 1998. And that lasted until 2004. And then they got rid of that. And now it's Chase. So that's uh, part of the story. <laughs> you know, um, my parents had an account at First, First National Bank of Chicago. Uh, they had other accounts in, uh, in Chicago, like, for example, Talman. Remember Talman Bank? Then LaSalle Talman. And now it's Bank of America. We've had that for a long time. Uh, which I have an account there. Um, also, my mother, uh, well, my dad passed away in uh, 2006, so they both had a joint account at Ch- at the time was, uh, you know, it was Chase. But before that was Bank One, then First National Bank. And uh, we have accounts there, too. They didn't have, been, they didn't have branches all over the Chicagoland area. That, that expanded later much later and then uh, all of a sudden you saw uh, bank one practically every suburb in chicago and then they converted that into chase okay and uh but you know there's the uh plaza tower uh no not tower the clock so um the plaza is now called exelon plaza not first national plaza they changed that and uh so yeah, the, the 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 clock is still there. If you visit to loop, if you visit to the loop, excuse me, you go see the tower. And thank God they didn't get rid of it. So it's uh, that is uh, what is remaining left of First National Bank of Chicago. Okay, and then uh, so that's a uh, that's a shame. You know, it's uh, that logo with the number one and you know, all the curly stuff surrounding like that okay so i'm going to play a commercial for uh for chicago bank and this is from 1987 a lot of people probably remember this jingle so i'm going to play it right now okay so sit back and enjoy thank you a melting pot of old and new a place to let your dreams come true chicago Chicago, we're putting you first. We're building side by side. side. We put you first, Chicago. We're the first Chicago's bank. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for for Chicago Bank. Uh, I remember this commercial very fondly uh, during the 80s like that. And, you know, banks come and go. Names go uh, come and go as well. Like, uh, let's see, for example, Home Federal Savings, Amalgamated Bank, uh, Exchange National Bank, also Talman. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Continental Bank. That's an interesting bank. I will talk about that uh, soon because I had a very interesting history of that of that bank. Uh, some people miss it, you know. All right. 
Right now, I'm going to talk about the past posts on my Facebook page, Fan of Chicago Land. Uh, I will do just for the past couple of weeks. So uh, I'll go very quickly, and uh, this should be a lot of fun. Okay. First one, uh, I posted this on a cover photo on my page. It was the Baja Beach Club. And that was located on uh, 219 West Erie Street and that and 4401 East Illinois. And uh, that was a very popular place in the 80s. And I went once there, the one in Illinois, the one that was located on Illinois Street. You know, that was uh, like, remember the movie Cocktail with Tom Cruise? <laughs> It's the silliest movie I ever saw, but it's hilarious. I, that you know, that's almost like fantasy when they're in, when he's a bartender and they're all flipping the bottles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I went once. I don't really me- remember much of it, but uh, it was a that was a big uh, hangout. It was the end thing, you know, and it was fun. It really, it really was. Okay, next up, uh, I posted a photo of the Martinique restaurant that was located twenty five hundred West Ninety Fifth Street in Evergreen Park. Most famous, uh, that was next door to the Drilling Theater. This place is still missed to this day. People uh, wish it would come back. I attended a wedding there in 1989. Uh, my next-door neighbor got married, and uh, it was it was beautiful because his mother worked there. And uh, my brother and I attended, and uh, it was a lot of fun. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Um, so maybe I'll do a story about that. That should be fun. Okay. Next, uh, I found a photo of a Tip Top bread uh, truck. Remember Tip Top? Uh, that was like Mr. Big Bread. And uh, they also made, made Lucky Cakes. A lot of people remember that. And uh, that was good bread, you know. But mostly it was from New York. But uh, it was distribu- distributed in Chicago. So uh, that's still made in Australia, I believe. But it's uh, different. Okay. Uh, next up. Let's see what we got. Do, do, do. Oh, yeah. I posted an ad for Dispenses Kitty Kingdom Amusement Park. It was dated uh, July 16, 1978. That was located in Oakbrook Terrace. Some people say Elmhurst, but it's, well, I don't know. That's kind of disputed. It was next door to Dispenses Castle Toys. A lot of people remember that. They remember the commercials on WGN TV Channel 9. I never went there. I wish I did. And uh, you remember the jingle. So if you f- go on YouTube and uh, type in uh, Kitty Kingdom, you know, dispenses, Kitty Kingdom, you'll find it. You know, it's uh, it's one of those jingles you can't get out of your head. <laughs> Next up, I found a meat thermometer, thermometer, excuse me, meat thermometer from the bakery restaurant. And that was located at 2218 North Lincoln Avenue in Chicago. And that was owned by Chef Louis Smosmari, can't pronounce his name. He's a very famous chef, and uh, his famous uh, recipe was beef Wellington. You know, I never went to this restaurant, but uh, I think it closed maybe before he died, or uh, I think so. You know, but a lot of people look forward to going there. Uh, it was hard to get reservations, even people visiting to Chicago. That was the first place they wanted to go to have a wonderful meal. He was a marvelous chef and a very uh, colorful guy. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, he was, he's missed, he still misses his day. He really is. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. 
Next up, I found a menu from Stan Mikita's Village Inn restaurant. As you know, he uh, played for the Chicago Blackhawks. He was a wonderful player. That was located in the Oak Brook Center shopping mall in Oak Brook, Illinois. He opened that like in the late 60s. And uh, I heard it was very good. I never went there. So that's uh, that's an interesting find. You know, a lot of uh, athletes have, uh, even during their playing, uh, playing seasons or when uh, even after they retired, they opened uh, other businesses, you know, mostly restaurants, you know, like Walter Payton did. You know, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Next up, I found an old box from Dutch Mill Candies. Yeah, that goes back way back. And that uh, their main kitchen was located at 2222 West Diversity Parkway in Chicago on the north side. I remember these candies when I was little. They said it was very good, but it went out of business about mm, late 70s, early 80s. You know, like Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae's still around. So, uh, I heard they were wonderful around holiday, the holiday season, you know. Okay. Uh, next up, I found a bar, a bar menu from Trader Vic's, uh, bar that was located at the Palmer House Hotel. And, uh, had, uh, when I found, when I saw this menu, they had some interesting cocktails, <laughs> but this is from the fifties, you know, they had some weird drinks back then and, uh, maybe some are still made, but some are like, ugh, I don't know, all these weird concoctions. You know, I went to bartending school one time and I learned the basic cocktails. But uh, they gave me a handbook and I looked at all the recipes and it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun, you know, practicing like that. Okay. Next up, I found a receipt from Crocs and Bertano's bookstore, uh, the famous bookstore in Chicago that was located on 29 South Wabash Avenue in Chicago. The funny thing is, when I posted this, all the people were looking at this as sales tax. <laughs> I know people complain. I know. I understand. I You have my sympathy. And uh, But this is from way back, a long time ago. But it's a cool find, you know. And uh, there are not many items from that uh, bookstore. You know, I still miss it to this day. I used to go there all the time in the 80s on my lunch hour. Next up, next up, I found a uh, photo of Marshall Fields Department Store in Old Orchard Shopping Center in Skokie. And this was in the 70s, and that looked real cool. I love that. And uh, when I posted it, it's like, oof. <laughs> it's Macy's now. So, uh, But it was, um, they said it was a beautiful store. It opened uh, 1956, I think, at Old Orchard. Yeah, that's a shame. Okay, next up I found another receipt. This was a guest receipt from the Magic Pan restaurant. Oh, what, they made those wonderful crepes. I've never eaten there. Never. But people still miss this to this day. They miss this restaurant. It was wonderful. They had uh, wonderful recipes. Um, last I heard there was probably one in San Francisco, which originally came from there. But I could be wrong. I don't think it's the same. No. Oh, but they... Uh, I wish it would come back. I wish it would come back. You know, that'd be cool. Next up, I found a shopping bag from Cub Foods. Now, Cub Foods is still in business in Minneapolis. There's a few locations. I also heard there's one store in Freeport, Illinois, way up north. There is one there. But there were a lot of them in Chicago. I remember the one near where I used to live in 
uh, Burbank, Illinois. I think now it's a Best Buy. And also in Bridgeview, um, where it's a Walmart now, I believe. So my mother shopped there all the time. And I remember they had everything in bulk and it was uh, in barrels. And it was a good store. I liked that store very much. It's a shame it left the Chicago area. Okay. Also, a couple weeks ago, I did a a podcast episode about the defunct rides at Marriott slash Six Six Flags Great America. What I did is posted a photo of the Z-Force roller coaster from the 80s. And a lot of people either hated it or they loved it. I I don't know. It's divided. So I've never ridden that one. You know, I went into detail on that episode, but uh, I posted the commercial. You can find the commercial on YouTube. So, uh, they, you know, people still have a lot of fun memories of that roller coaster. They really do. Okay. Next up, uh, I posted this, uh, a photo of South Suburban Safeway Lines uh, commuter bus. I, my father used to take this bus uh, when he uh, commuted to the Conrad Hilton Hotel. He worked there for many years, you know, because we lived in the Roseland area. And uh, it had two routes. Well, yeah, I think two routes. One was uh, it 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 went through on uh, Martin Luther King Drive. It used to be called South Park. You do that, and it was like an express bus. Also, it, ran, it was on the Dan Ryan when it opened. So uh, you would see the sign on the front and say Dan Ryan Flyer, and we do that. And uh, I liked that bus very much. It was uh, based in Harvey, Illinois. That's where the bus barn was. I think it was a headquarters there. It, it traveled all around the south suburban area, also in the south, uh, the city limits in the south side. And I, I remember where you put the fare box, and then and there was like a wheel go. It went down for like about two, three minutes, and it was kind of cool to watch. But uh, I like that bus very much. You know, we miss it. It was very, very economical. <laughs> it really was. Okay. Next up, I put a, po- a photo of the River Theater, River Oaks Theater, excuse me, in Calumet City. It was located at the River Oaks Shopping Center. It, uh, the theater opened in May 30th, 1969, and the famous uh, one of the famous photos of that theater is the when Star Wars opened in 1977. There was like a long line, and a lot of people remember that particular mem- you know incident, you know. And uh, I only been to River Oaks once uh, a long time ago, probably in the 80s, you know, and theaters, I don't remember seeing the theater, but I remember going to the mall. Uh, the mall's still there, but it's not the same. It's changed over the years. The theater was torn down eventually. Uh, no, I don't know exactly when, maybe in the 2000s, and uh, now there's nothing. That's a shame. Okay. Next up, uh, on the 4th of July, I posted a photo of an ad for Sport Mart, and uh, it was a very colorful ad, and people remembered that. I remember the commercials. There were, The one location I remember was at Noclon on 95th Street and Cicero, well, 96, really, and uh, I think I think that was Nelson Brothers. Remember that? <laughs> and uh, that went out of business uh, a while back. You know, but I remember the commercials from the 70s and 80s. It was a good store. Whatever any sporting good item you want, they, it was, they had it. Anything. 
anything you want, which is wonderful. Okay, next up, uh, see what we got. Uh, last week I po- I uh, posted a video. I connected my VCR to my big screen TV, and I had to buy a lot of uh, connections. Well, just one big one. And I fixed it. I'm so nostalgic about VCRs. I really am. And uh, I have some tapes, so I, some things I'll play it. And when I demonstrated on, in the video, it worked. You know, it looked very clear, you know, like that. It depends what how you recorded it, but it looked nice, you know. And uh, so I'm keeping it because <laughs> they don't make VCRs anymore. I think they're refurbished if you order on Amazon, you know, and uh, maybe they'll make a big comeback because I know CDs are making their comeback. And uh, first was vinyl. So uh, hopefully it'll work. You know, I hope they come back because uh, maybe they'll make it like state-of-the-art quality of VCRs, you know, that is compatible to not to 4K TVs. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Okay, the other item uh, I posted uh, was a pencil from the Scottsdale Bowling Alleys. Now, that bowling alley, I, w- I went there all the time, also at Fort City Bowl, Bowling Center in Fort City Mall. And... Uh, I used to bowl there a lot when I was younger, uh, and uh, I remember the video games. I remember I saw Ms. Uh, Pac-Man first. Yeah, I saw the, the video game Pac-Man there, and I played there. Also, Ms. Pac-Man came later. You know, maybe I'll talk about Scottsdale Bowl someday. That'd be fun. Okay. Uh, next up, I here's a postcard from the Pickle Barrel Restaurant, and that was located at 1423 North Well Street in Chicago. They had other locations. I think there was one in Park Forest, Illinois on the south, also in Howard Street and Western. There was one there. Uh, There were others, but uh, I never went to this uh, restaurant. And and the the postcard shows a, a barrel full of pickles piled up inside, you know. And I heard they were good. They really were good. And the food was good. It really was. And, uh, you know, there's another story I can uh, discuss. That would be fun. Okay. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, I had another Creature Features ad that this past Saturday. And I think it was the first time they showed the 1956 movie Godzilla. Now, this movie is edited into the American version and uh, because the original I think was released in 1954 but in the American version they uh, it seems like Raymond Burr famous for Perry Mason he played the reporter Steve Martin they added him and then they added the movie you know and make it Americanized and of course Godzilla but it it became a big hit it really did and uh, remember watching it but I never seen the original, you know, the Japanese version, which I heard it's very interesting. But uh, they got to have subtitles because they speak in Japanese. But uh, but we all know the one with Raymond Burr uh, in that movie, and uh, so that premiered on Creature Features on July eighth, nineteen seventy two. You know, and Godzilla is still a very popular uh, monster figure. So let's see. Uh, next up, I found another receipt. 
This one is from the Steinberg Baum uh, Company. They had stores uh, in Chicago. One was at 63rd and Western, I think. And uh, there was one at Niles and Joliet and Harvey. And uh, I'm trying to think what else, where else? And uh, I, when I was little, I remember the catalog. I remember seeing that. Uh, according to news reports, the founders uh, embezzled money from the company. I don't know the whole story. Maybe I'll do a story about that. And they fled the country. Some said uh, South Africa, Rhodesia. They just took off and gone. And uh, that went out of business. So that's that was a scandalous uh, uh, event that happened to this company. And it seemed like it was a nice, good company. You know, uh, their toy catalogs were very popular. There's a few I have on file. And I post their Christmas ones, that is. So they're very nice. Okay. Okay, next up, let's see. Ah, I posted a photo of the Spagia, Spiaggia, I can't pronounce it, a restaurant. And uh, that was uh, located at 980 North Michigan Avenue on the second floor. They had the Cafe Spiaggia, but then they had the restaurant. And I heard it was a very popular place. I never went there. And you had a beautiful view of Michigan Avenue and probably the lakefront, maybe the lakefront. I'm not sure. This is the food was wonderful, expensive, you know, pricey. And uh, it closed about last year, which is a shame, you know. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll come back. But I heard it was wonderful. So uh, we need more places like that in the city, you know. That's what makes Chicago wonderful, you know. Good food. Okay. Next up, I found a very rare thing. It was a red and white blue yardstick from Puck Brothers Appliance Store. Oh, we all miss a store, you know. And uh, yardsticks, I don't know if they still make them. No, I still have one. And But this was, you know, it was like bent, you know, and uh, like carpenters use. So it was beautiful. And uh, this probably came out around... Well, the yardstick probably around the bicentennial bicentennial era from 1976. You know, that was, uh, but we still miss that store. Remember the uh, Santas, the snowman? Oh, I have a few items at, here in my house that we bought from there. So uh, that's nice. Okay. Let's see what else. I guess that's it. Okay. That is all for the posts that I posted on my fan of Chicago and uh, Facebook page and uh, was exhausting. Okay. So that'll be all for today. So I'll do a recap what I've discussed uh, on this program. I talked about the First National Bank of Chicago, which is First Chicago Bank. Also, I talked about the post, uh, the past posts of the past couple of weeks on my fan of Chicago and Facebook page. Uh, once this is published, you can find them on any uh, podcasts available, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, also Amazon Music. Also, I have a face, I have a YouTube channel called Vanish Collins Stories. You, you could care to listen if you'd like. And it'll be ready about this morning. I mean, later on today, that is, excuse me. <laughs> 
Also, I'll do another uh, podcast for TV Oblivion. That's my other pro- probably this weekend. And I'll do another Vanishing uh, Godland Stories podcast as well on Saturday or Sunday. We'll see. Okay. So this is Pete Costanza, your host of Vanishing Godland Stories. Thank you again for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the program. So I uh, hope to hear from you soon. And uh, bye-bye for now from me. And here's Ray Rayner saying bye-bye for now with a little traveling music. So take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.